By pressing play, you have activated the wake feature of the iGen app. In the terms you agreed to, we will now use the wake activation to locate your profile. Please stand by. Hello, to whom it may concern. Welcome to iGen. I'm Jeannie, your personal assistant. If you haven't already, don't forget to personalize your greeting. Let me know when you want to do that. Feel at home with us now. Oh, I see this is your first time. We're so happy you've chosen iGin, the world's first state-of-the-art personal gin removal service. Just because you don't believe doesn't mean it's not true. Let's get you started. To whom it may concern, I'm Jeannie. Think of me as your personal guide and liaison to iGin. I understand complete sentences, so speak to me like a real human being. Go ahead, say anything. Lovely. If you haven't already, don't forget to personalize your greeting. Let me know when you want to do that. Feel at home with us now. Let's get started. Just a reminder, by pressing play, you have activated the wake feature of the iGin app. In the terms you agreed to, this gives me permissions and access to your personal profile with iGin. Thank you. Please stand by. I see from our records that you recently had one of our representatives visit your home for a preliminary report and assessment. Would you like to hear the results of that report? Please continue to stand by. Great! We have found your profile. To truly understand the full results of the report, we ask that you walk with us as we take you through a virtual hands-on tour of your home and the preliminary findings. The order for our gin eradication service was for your home. Is this correct? I'm sorry. Could you please repeat that? I'm sorry. Again, to whom it may concern, could you please repeat that? I seem to be having some problems understanding you. To whom it may concern. Sometimes this happens. Let's see if I can find someone to help me help you. Please stand by as I connect you to a live representative. Thank you for your patience. Hello, sorry. Hello? Hello, sorry? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, I'm so sorry. Um, <coughs> I'm so sorry. Hello? Hello, uh, I'm Sefa with iGen. How can I help you today? Hello? Hello? Thank you for connecting to iGen. My name is Sefa. How can I help you? Hello? Oh, crap. Crap, 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 crap. Okay, okay, um, oh God. Okay, uh, hey, hey, I, I, hey, I want you to know that I know you can hear me. I know because you're still on the line and I need you to stay on the line, okay? Please? I think I, I, think I know what's going on here, okay? So please stay with me. All right, I found the I found the full report from our agent who did the assessment on your home, and I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna skim through it to see uh, <clears throat> if I can. Uh... God, I can see. 
All right, uh, great. Um, okay, good. So you're still with me. Um, I can see from our field agent's report that you have got quite a problem. Your house is like prime real estate for gin, like the bad gin, not the good gin, because, um, well, of course, that's all we focus on. So um, again, I'm going to say stay on the line with me. We're, we're going to start a manual de-infestation of the gin. Um, the way that works is that I'm, I'm going to need you to go to your front door. It's sort of like turn off the computer, turn it back on again, right? I'm going to keep talking to you while you do that. Uh, I'm going to tell you like uh, the, the inability to communicate the problems with cell reception and weird things happening with email, uh, internet being intermittent, <laughs> intermittent internet, try saying that. Never mind. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Never mind. I'm, I'm focusing. Anyways, all the electronic stuff that you're having problems with, it's, it's the gin not wanting. They're basically trying to isolate you. People think it's a mercury and retrograde bullshit, but that's, that, the, there's no such thing. It's not a thing. It's the gin. I mean, haven't you noticed how mercury is always in retrograde? If you believe that stuff, that's a little frou-frou to me. <laughs> I mean, not that I'm judging. I built a whole business on removing invisible things from your home. So, you know, thanks for hiring us. We are really grateful for that. Okay. Uh, are you at the front door? Not that I can hear you. Um, but, but I can see that you're still connected to me on my screen. So that's good. Here's what I need you to do. Uh, I need you to step outside of your house. Don't walk yourself out. But um, step outside and you're going to have to close the door and then count to ten. Okay, when you open the door, this is important, don't do it yet, but open the door and say loudly, hello and welcome, and then close the door. Because what this does is alerts the bad gen that they need to get the hell out and not get comfortable, and the good gen know that they're safe. Um, it's also best to keep the door just open a hair longer so the bad gen can get out faster. They tend to get lazy if they have to squeeze out the door cracks and the windows and stuff like that. So it's just a way to like get more of them out faster. So, yep, I'll wait for you to do this. <clears throat> Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to assume that you did it. Um... Looking on here again, according to the field agent's report, you've got two rooms that you're not spending a lot of time in. Uh, we find this happens for a lot of people, COVID or pre-COVID. We, we, we tend as human beings, as a species, to only focus on our living rooms, kitchens, bathrooms, and bedrooms, you know, for sleeping or whatever you do. Um, and, and because of that, we tend to overlook laundry rooms, closets, garages, attics. You get it, like these places that we take for granted. So um, pick the room that you can think of that you spend the least amount of time in and do that one first and, and really think about it because they will really have moved in and attached themselves there. I'll just, uh, <clears throat> I'll just wait. Okay, so once you get in there, even if it's a closet um, and it's full or whatever, kind of like walk in and walk around, touch everything. If you can sit on things, sit on them if they're there. Um, even if I can't hear you talk, talk to me, okay? Like respond right now. It's important that, that, that you let the room know that there's life in it, like living life. My dad used to say that. He said that after my sisters and I moved out, he would like walk into each of our rooms once a day and just walk around and he'd pray, but it's just more important that you show the bad gin that you haven't forgotten about the room and that they're not welcome. 
that the whole house is yours and they're not welcome. Frankly, I have to say, according to this report, I'm surprised you're still able to stay on the phone with us. It's, this is really bad. And when Jin get this kind of hold on a place, they can cause you to forget things, especially things that you're doing to help yourself or your home or your life. They like it when we stop trying, you know? They really like to fuck with us. Sorry. <clears throat> I am so sorry. I did not mean to curse. I'm sorry. I'm, it's, it's just been a long time since I've had to interact with any clients. Our uh, automated guides on the app have covered that since, since we started, since we pretty much took off, you know. We slowed down a bit since COVID because, well, <laughs> you know, because everyone is home more. Um, and honestly, I think the Jin are freaking out a little and getting desperate between people staying home and more people knowing they exist and, and being able to hire us to help get rid of them. They're getting a little bit more aggressive, you know, in waves that we've started to notice. It could be because they hate it when humans know about them. Because when we know about them, we can get rid of them and prevent them from coming back. That's what that's what Ai Jin is. Like Ai Jin is like we're the real Ghostbusters, you know. So the Jin's power lies in the fact that we, as a species, will lean toward the easier thing to believe in. It's easier to believe in ghosts than it is in two-dimensional beings that exist around us and squat in our empty spaces or our hoarding spaces and create this negative energy. I mean, everybody likes to call it hauntings. Ghosts are easier as an idea to swallow, you know, like to think of that, to believe in, to deny even. But I am here to tell you it's all jinn. There's no such thing as ghost. There's a reason for that. We're not supposed to, as a species, understand anything about death because then we'd get life and there'd be no challenge. And then where would we be? That's why you should never trust anyone who tells you they can speak with the dead. They can't. No one can speak to the dead. Okay? It's Jin. They're talking to Jin. And that in and of itself is a gift because the Jin talk to everyone, but not everyone is willing to admit they hear the voices or the fact that they feel it or they understand their gut feelings. That's why the Jin know about us in ways that we can't know about them because they accept us, kind of. But we accept ghosts. So they mess with us. They imitate the voices of the people we loved and that we knew. And they manipulate us into things and they play on our emotions. They're like the gaslighters of the universe. The bad gin, anyway. That's why I started this company. I didn't think it was fair. It's bad enough that human beings take advantage of other human beings. But two-dimensional beings that we can't even see playing on our fears and emotions and our weaknesses and anxieties? I mean, at least human beings you can see coming sometimes. Motives are not always clear, but they eventually reveal themselves if you pay attention. But Jin, look, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. They're assholes. And, and this whole situation, this whole pandemic that has happened, it's gotten them really... They have nowhere to go. They like to live in places that people have forgotten about. Places that are supposed to be filled with life, but gather dust. That's why they love our homes. Because we're there, and a lot of us take our homes for granted. We get homes that are too big, that we can't possibly fill every inch with life. We can do it with stuff. You know, we could fill the rooms with stuff, but stuff isn't alive. And then some of us can only afford places that are too small, and then we, scram we cram all of that with stuff. And then you can't truly live because you've got too much stuff. And the bad gin 
thrive in those places. There's so many spaces for them to hide in and laugh at you. We never notice the good shin because they just kind of mind their business. But you will always notice the bad shin, especially after they leave. Their negativity is gone. They're evil. It's like the sunlight burns away the dust of their bitterness and ugliness. I've been thinking about all those empty spaces during this pandemic. The empty stores, the restaurants, the theaters, the stages. Those contained, enclosed, empty spaces of consumption. That sudden vacuum of life that pulled the jinn in and they're just sitting in there procreating and filling those spaces with so much ungood. Do not let your home be a graveyard or the jinn will come and live. Those places will have to be flooded with life. They'll have to be drowning in life for a long time with creative, non-stop, full force, positive energy for them to heal. God, I feel so bad for the first person who walks into those spaces for the first time. They won't know what hit them. And then they'll take Jin home with them, carrying this load of emptiness and darkness with them into their homes. And then the Jin will find spaces that are empty, unused, forgotten, or stacked with useless things, and they'll fill it with themselves. They're like fleas. They love darkness and absence. So, you know, always make sure to take up space. Always make sure to take up space. Never be small, especially in your own home. Fill it. Fill it with all of you, all the time, and and please don't hoard stuff. Oh my God. Okay. You can stop walking around. I'm so sorry. I mean, well, no, it's good. It's good that you're walking around. So um, let's, uh, let's do something else. Let's go to the, uh, the, the other room that you know you don't spend a lot of time in. And, and maybe as you're just walking, you just go, let's go through all the rooms, but like, uh, let's sing something. Uh, what do you want to do? I, you know what? I'm going to do it with you. I think I've been in my bedroom too long today anyway. Um, I need to walk through all my rooms. All right, so uh, what do we do? So, walking on sunshine, oh, I'm walking on sunshine, oh, I'm walking on sunshine, oh, and it's starting to feel good. Hey, all right now, it's starting to feel good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope I'm not ruining that song for you. Okay. You're, I hope you're singing. <laughs> you have to sing. I can't believe you're still on with me. That's good, though. That means you really want to do this, that you really want to help yourself. You know what sealed it for me when I was little was my mom told me that Ouija boards really worked. And that if you were to use one, you, you shouldn't do it alone because the spirit that you call would be able to enter your body and possess you. 
my dad was out of the country at the time and I got to hold my very first slumber party. It was in the sixth grade. Oh my God, that is something that would have never happened if my dad had been home, but my mom totally let it happen. I invited nine girls, 13 came, one of whom was Laura Lucas. She was the most popular girl in the seventh grade. I couldn't believe she came. She heard about it on the bus and Oh my God, it was so cool. She was like, can I come? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so my best friend at the time was this girl named Angie. And she had this really like amazing laugh. And she'd only lived in our town for like nine months. And she was so much cooler than everyone. But not like the, not like the cool that you know of, like in the 80s high school films. She was cool in hindsight. Because she was bigger than that town already. And I think somehow I knew that. And I kind of latched on to her. Anyway, so we're all at the slumber party. We're doing all the normal stuff. And we had snacks. We had movies. We even, you know, so we started to do the games. I'd never done these games before. Um, and we did, like, light as a feather, stiff as a board, which I've got to tell you I wasn't really that impressed with. And then somebody says something about the Ouija board. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, but I, I didn't have one. Um, and uh, I remember my mom taught me how to make one. So we got paper and we got a coffee cup for, or maybe it was a teacup and we made our own Ouija board and we turned off all the lights in the house. My mom was asleep. We'd closed uh, the hallway door. Besides that, she'd popped a volume. So it's not like she was waking up anytime soon. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we had this one candle burning um, and we did, we did the thing, you know, like do you have two, two fingers in the cup and friend? And we asked questions and gathering in the spirits. And I think I told Angie about, um, what my mom had said about doing the board alone or something. And then so she shared the story with everybody and everybody laughed. And I think I was embarrassed, which is probably why a few minutes later I didn't say anything. When we were doing something else and Laura Lucas sat down at the head of the dining table with the Ouija board alone. Something was happening. I can't remember. But then Angie said, Laura's doing the Ouija board alone. And it took us a while to register why she would point that out. I think I was so embarrassed I had blocked out the story because you know everybody laughed so um so we all turned around we're looking at Laura and she's just focused on the candle in front of her she's frozen fingertips stuck to the upside down delicate teacup she was it was like she was in a trance and Angie said hey Laura what are you up to what are you doing you know, Angie kind of laughed, like kind of uncomfortable because it was weird. There was something weird happening. Laura didn't respond. And it just gets quieter the more we all notice how much she's not moving. Like she's not blinking. It didn't even look like she was breathing. Laura? Laura, are you okay? Nothing. And then, slowly, her gaze rises to meet all our faces. Like, she's going to look at all of us all at once, and this grin slowly spreads across her face, and it seems to start all its way to her ears, like it's splitting her face in half, the way the shadows are hitting it, and then this thing from her throat, this sound, like she was laughing, and as that sound is coming out of her throat and it's starting to rise, she starts to stand and she raises her finger at us like slowly and achingly. And there's this 
that underscore of what should be laughter. And then the candle goes out. And then 11 girls scream. I didn't and Laura didn't. But everybody else scatters. They've, the front door flies open and there are junior high girls running and screaming at three in the morning in our quiet suburban street. Oh my God, my dad would have killed me. And so then the screams are like turning into this narrative where everyone's like, oh my God, she's possessed, she's possessed, she's possessed. And Angie had run to the hallway door and thrown it open. And I was like, Angie, what are you doing? And she's like, we have to tell your mom. And I'm like, no, don't tell, but it's too late. Angie, this 13-year-old girl, grabs my 50-year-old sleeping mother, shakes her awake, yelling, Miss Elvedere, Miss Elvedere, Laura Lucas is possessed. Laura Lucas is possessed. Oh my God, God bless Valium. Mom didn't even remember the moment in the morning. And then we hear this laughter from the living room. And it turns out Laura had been inspired to fuck with all of us by this because of the story. Because she decided it would be fun to play a joke and pretend she was possessed. Fucking Laura Lucas, man. I mean, it was kind of brilliant. And she definitely taught me a lesson that day. Several, actually. Anyway, I think a few months after that, Dad found the homemade Ouija board and he was furious. He's like, why is this here? Why do you have this? I said, it's just a toy. And he said, no, it's a gateway for the jinn. They see you want to play with things like this. They will play back with you. Just the way Laura Lucas did. And that's when dad told me about jinn. God made the jinn when God made us, when God made everything. And if you don't believe in God, it's fine. You don't have to. God doesn't care. I don't care. You do you. Just because you don't believe doesn't mean it's not true. Anyway, God made the jinn similar to angels. They would be invisible to us, but they can transform themselves, make themselves apparent in any form they want, and they can fly. Basically everything that would make humans more of assholes, God gave to the jinn, which made the jinn, unlike the angels, think they were hot shit and way better than human beings. So that's why God didn't give the ability to impress us with anything, to control us in any way. And they got mad about that, so they just mess with us instead. All the time. They're bullies. And we're really not that different from them. Sometimes I hate that. But at least I can help people get rid of those bullies in their lives. Assholes. Wow. Are you, are you still there? Um, you know what? Uh, I think I've got your email. Yeah, right here. Um, and I'll send you a PDF of the report on your home. Just fill the home with you all that you can, you and your family or whatever you have friends over when it's finally safe to do so, you know, in the meantime, dance through all the rooms every day. Sing in them. It'll clear up the communication challenges with technology. And our AI genie will uh, do the rest for you. Um, thanks for listening. I am a, I guess I just needed that more than I knew. Maybe the good gin made this happen for both of us. That's always possible, too. Um... Okay, well, uh, thanks for choosing iGen. 
the world's first personal state-of-the-art Jin removal service. Just because you don't believe doesn't mean it's not true. We're so glad that you called. We're sorry that you had to. Happy living. Stay safe, okay?